Welcome to Talktail Party, the newest Bachelor Nation podcast. My name is Amy, and I'm again joined by my lovely friend, Natalia. What, what? <laughs> if you haven't listened to the very first episode of Talktail Party, currently we are in the process of going back to the very first season of The Bachelor. Um, both Natalia and I are huge Bachelor Nation fans, but we've just never seen the very first season or many of the seasons. We're pretty relatively new. I started on Juan Pablo's season and she started on JoJo's, right? Basically, which it's pretty fresh. Pretty, uh, It's pretty fresh. I didn't even know. But, you but, know, I'm having fun. Yeah, and we're having a blast. So we're going back to the very beginning to see all the differences. So on the very first episode, we um, talked about episode one. So if you haven't listened to that yet, I recommend listening to that because this probably won't probably won't make a lot of sense. Right. <laughs> so no, I agree. So um, so we just finished watching season one, episode two of The Bachelor, and. <laughs> <laughs> I I still. I, I don't know. I it's um It's oh. <laughs> still in its infancy. Very obviously, much so. it's the second episode. Very much. But so. there's just so many thoughts. So many thoughts. So many thoughts. So I many definitely thoughts. um am happy that we're done with the premiere and now we can kind of get into like the nitty gritty of the show. Right. Because the premiere was disappointing, personally for me. Like it was funny. But I wasn't hooked like I usually am by the premieres. Sure. And it's because we're spoiled and we're used to. We already know what to expect in a sense. Right. But with this, it's so, like, ambiguous. Like, I don't know what to look for. Right. Because there's so many things that don't occur anymore. Mm -hmm. And so many things that haven't even been, like, thought of. So... I don't know. It's just there's a lot of things that we're not sure of or things that they've changed a lot in the most recent season. So, yeah, it's definitely an interesting experience for us to watch. But um, let's kick it off with um, with impressions of of Alex, our our bachelor, um, <laughs> the very first bachelor. My I, impression hasn't changed. No, I feel probably worse about him. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Be- I'll agree there. Yeah, because he was already boring, and <laughs> we knew that, but then he's just come off as, as more of a... Major D-bag? Yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> um, especially... So, let's just set up set up the episode a little for you, um, for you guys. So, instead of what we're used to, where it's two one-on-ones and a group date... Um, it's three group dates because there's 15 women um, here, so five girls on each date. So we didn't really get to see any, I don't feel like, any redeeming qualities for The Bachelor. No, and I, honestly, in this episode, I felt like he was the nerdy guy that thought he had game that's gotten, <laughs> you know, some women in the past and everything, but I think he thinks more highly of himself than others think of him. I think him being the bachelor is like kind of 
puffing up his ego. Oh, for sure. Because I don't feel like he would act like this in normal, everyday life. No, and I, it would be hard to be your 100% self in a TV setting. It's true. Like, you kind of have to be a caricature of yourself. Right. So, but I just don't feel like he's even portraying himself of enough of a caricature for me to be like, okay, he's entertaining. It's literally the... Again, I say this again, the saving grace of this show right now is the women. And we care more about, like, Trista, for example, like, Mm -hmm. our number one pick. Sure. We care more about her than him finding someone. Right. So. I mean, I hate to say this, but this, these episodes almost have me craving Nick's season because, (laughs) I mean, at least you knew what to expect with Nick. Like, uh, you, I mean, with Nick, you always kind of felt like, uh, he's all right. Like. He's aight, you know? But with this guy, you're like, come on! Right. Like, like, show me something. And then, show like, me the money. Come when on. When he does show you something, it leaves you with a worse taste in your mouth than you had initially. So true. So true. So I, again, am not very impressed with him. Um, and, like, everything he says just makes me think, ah, right. why? Like, I mean, why do yeah. any of these, like, self-respecting women <laughs> sure. want to potentially end up with him? Like, exactly. I guess we're the, the crop of men back in the early 2000s this bad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if I was looking to hire him maybe for a position, like, his resume would be impressive. True. I will say that. If you were looking to hire him for the position of rich husband. Exactly. I mean... He's a total suitor in that way. Yeah, and he's, like, non-threatening, non-intimidating, that I could, like, totally be the one wearing the pants in that relationship, I think. Sure. But I don't... He's just... He wouldn't be my number one draft pick if there was a Bachelor draft for this. Like, if he was, like, on The Bachelorette, he would be very low on the totem pole. He would have been cut, like, the first night, right? Right. Oh, for sure. I don't even think he'd make it past casting, in my opinion. (laughs) But... You know, great for him, the fact that he's on there and that he's kind of kicking off the series, like right. we were saying, but... Unimpressive. I, I just, I'm, I'm interested to see how far Trista gets. I'm interested to see Lanisa's progress. True. Um, that's the only reason why I'm watching. <laughs> and plus, I love Amy. I was going to say, and because she loves me and she wants to help me with this podcast, I so do. she's great. Okay, so we are very much used to date cards. Like, that is the staple. It's almost copy... I think it maybe it is copyrighted, the date card name, right? But in the very first season of The Bachelor, um, they actually give them presents instead of uh, date cards, which is very odd. Right. And I'm going to jump the gun a little bit, Amy. Cool. Um, three things to know as far as production-wise. The present, the journal room... <laughs> And also the fact that they call the rose ceremonies... Invitation nights. Invitation nights. Yes. So. Agreed. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, we see Chris Harrison come to the house. Oh, the ladies' villa. The ladies' villa. Fucking heck. Not even rough. So, yeah, we're so used to the bachelor mansion, and I wonder when that comes into play. But for right now, we're in the ladies' villa, and, of course, they have, like, the montage of the women freaking out about this house. Oh, my goodness. The closet is, like... As big as my closet at home. <laughs> it's mean, a closet. <laughs> two of my closets. There's like a hot tub here. I've never seen one before. <laughs> exactly. I've never done. I've never done that type of voice before. So you're welcome, <laughs> podcast. 
But, um, yeah, so they, like, freak out about the ladies' villa, and then Chris Harrison, like, pulls him down. And he's like, ladies, uh... Ladies! Welcome to the ladies' villa! (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and he talks about, um, invitation nights, and how there's three group dates, and, um... He brings up the journal room. So the journal room basically is a way for them to kind of make like a last ditch effort video for them to pick them right before. Thank you. um, Right before he has to decide when he's in the when he's in the deliberation room, he has a little TV in there where the girls made these video messages in the journal room and just saying, like, this is why you should pick me. Exactly, yeah. But, and I said this to Natalia when we were watching, like, they literally just talked to him. Exactly. And honestly, what they showed us that they said was nothing that we hadn't already heard, I felt like. Sure. Wasn't new information. Granted, someone wore something like a t-shirt that said someone special, and she's like, I am someone special. Or he is. Or so, yeah, whatever. (laughs) And I was like, all right, this is not the time for a gimmick. And I think maybe producers are like, it'll add to, like, the drama like yeah. their last effort, like their last words, yeah, so to speak, and it was sure. just not landing for me, for sure. Which probably why they cut it eventually. Yeah. But um, so they talk about the journal room, mm-hmm. and then that's when we get the first present, which is a, essentially a date card yeah. in today's terms. But so um, anyway, in the present, they get a little note from Alex, which we never actually read or heard, um, like a list of who's going on the date and like a hint. And it was, like, I guess, like, some poker chips. They like, didn't even show it to us, so I really don't. It's, like, some cards and poker chips. And, like, they're, like, Vegas. So the five girls, like, go get ready and fly off to Vegas. They basically fly to Vegas to go to a hotel room and <laughs> play pool. And it's, like, really glamorous. Yeah, I mean, it's the Venetian. It's nice. Like, it's an exotic location. I, it just seems like they went to a lot of effort. To, on that first group date. Exactly. To, to just do something so, like, you could have gone to, like, any bar. Exactly. In any California. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Like, literally just, like, throw a rock and you'll hit a place that has a pool table in <laughs> exactly. California, I'm sure. Exactly. It just, it was, like, overly done, in my opinion. It was underwhelming. for the first episode. Yes. I mean, if you've been there for, like, several weeks, and then I, I understand that type of date, but, like... Dude. Yeah, like, you know, like, blow my socks off here a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I definitely, I felt underwhelmed. Yeah. By it. And, I mean, eventually. It was, like, a huge gesture, but then it was, like, it was, like, a build-up to, like, right. nothing. It's, like, they get to the, like, penthouse of the Venetian, and they're, like, pool table. Awesome. Okay. And, and it just fell flat for me. Right. I was very underwhelmed. And, um, but we do get our first, uh, man-stealer of Angelique. She's Where? the very... <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> um, you know, she pulls him aside, but she was in the most awkward way. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and all the other girls were like, oh. Like, oh, should we, like, do something? Right, like- exactly. And I, I just thought it was so funny that, like, Angelique essentially is the very first person to steal a man. Right. these shows. Right, but then, you know what, that, like, it's kind of a catalyst into all of the other episodes that we've seen. Right. As far as... Oh yeah, I'm gonna pull a Lee or I'm gonna pull a Kenny and like right. steal and re-steal. Right, right, you right. You know. Right, right. So I mean it kind of it put um I don't know, it, in a way like the stealing helps the show move along. But Exactly. That's and that's where I think 
so far it's very much seemed like it's like the girls versus Alex a little bit and less yeah. like every woman for herself. Exactly. It kind of seems like we're, we have to be really polite and mindful of each other and like, we'll do this as a group. And then right. as soon as someone it decides like, no, that's stupid, then everyone's like confused, but you're not going to continue to date him in a group. Exactly. Exactly. Like, They're like being somewhat cordial, but then like, it's almost like, I don't know. I can't even describe it. Like, a weird, like, sorority girls camp thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, like, all know they're sharing the same boyfriend, but they're, like, trying to be, like, all nice to each other about it. When in reality, it's like, okay, I want him to be my husband, you know? Right. Yeah, it's definitely, like, they've had a scene where they're, like, oh, she's in love and, like, clapping and And it's, like, WTH, y'all should be... (laughs) <laughs> not even encouraging her to be more in love like exactly like i don't understand why i mean yes you should be like happy for someone but you're dating the same man exactly so like how happy can you really be exactly it just seems i guess it just it ultimately seems very fake sure and like i i mean kudos to them for even being able to function in that type <laughs> of environment because like honestly if I know that someone even likes the same guy as me, I can't even look at that person if I run into them. Same, like, same, same, it's same. like, this is so awkward. Like, I like the same guy. Who's going to win? Like, right. It's like, it's definitely a competition, but right now it doesn't feel like a competition. Yeah, it's just like, like, there's like hints of it, but sure. no one's like just, you know, throwing down the gauntlet. Like, let's do <laughs> yeah, this. Exactly. I'm going to get him. He's going to be my man. Exactly. Like, I just, yeah, it very much feels like no one quite knows what to do. Sure. So, but I mean, they have to start somewhere and it would kind of, I guess I would feel, I don't know what I would feel if it wasn't like this. Mm -hmm. If it was immediately like scratch your eyes out. Yeah. I guess it would almost be less authentic. But it's like they're, they're fake in a very real way because it's uncomfortable and awkward, the situation. So it's like they have to be fake because they're trying to be polite, Mm -hmm. but it's just like. But we know it's not really how they feel. Exactly. So, just kind of weird. But, anyway, um, interesting part about their Vegas trip, though, is we actually get to see them eat food, which sounds so boring. <laughs> but um, I am very much a, I want to know everything about how this show is made. And Natalia can attest to that. I'm kind of a freak about knowing everything about the show. She can dig up the craziest like I don't even know if Google I mean I don't know how Google helps Amy out but she figures out a way to make Google work for her it's true so like people a lot of time when I watch the show with them they're like why aren't they eating the food and I'm like okay now here's the thing is they don't eat the food on camera unless it's I mean I think the last the most recent instance I I can remember of someone eating on camera was Nick when he was with Rachel and he was eating that beignet in Louisiana. True. And like that was because they were in Louisiana and it was like a staple of where they were and it was a part of like the date. So like if it's a part of what they're doing sure, but if it's mostly like we just want to hear you guys talk over dinner. Yeah. They're not going to show them eat food because they're mic'd and I'm sorry. Like, you know how, like, you know what it sounds like when someone's eating and it's disgusting. Like, that. you're welcome for that. If you really hate that, I'm sorry. But so that's why you typically don't see them eat. And the food that they have on those plates in the show, 
they're like cold and not real like right. edible food. It's just for show. So I was like shocked for, to first see them eating. Uh, or sometimes it's just drinks. True, true, true. Like just to bring that up. Exactly. No, mm-hmm. you're so true, so true. But like this time, we saw them all sitting together at like a round table eating food. And, and it was weird. I just don't like the awkward relationship questions. I mean, maybe that was a choice um, in post where they just wanted to include those types of things, which is fine. But it seems like, oh, let's talk about your relationship. Right. Like in front of all women. these women. That yeah. Are and it's you. just like, okay. If it were me, I guess in my opinion, like I would want to keep those questions that I had for him, like. In be- yeah, in between him and I. And, like, in that way, it gives you an advantage. Right. Because you're not... Because everyone doesn't know the answer to the question. Or, like, everyone doesn't know what you're thinking. Exactly. In a and sense. And I definitely think that should be something that... It shouldn't be, like, let's say this because it's convenient for everyone to know. Yeah. It's, like, I want to know because I'm dating you. Exactly. And it's important to me to ask this question and find out the answer. Sure. And people keep doing things for the benefit of the group for some reason. (laughs) And it makes absolutely no sense in my mind. I'm, like, if I'm dating this man, I don't want anyone to know what happens between us. Even if I'm his last pick, at least I would have the, like, the knowledge that... We had a private relationship. True, true, true. But yeah, it's like, can you imagine going on this show and like you've never really had any one-on-one time, but you felt like you were dating him? I would just wouldn't feel comfortable even saying that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, you know, I went on The Bachelor and I dated Alex, but you've never actually spent any one-on-one time. I was always with a group asking him questions. And I just, yeah, it just feels uncomfortable to think about. Exactly. I mean, maybe in like a... um like a girl ask guy or guy ask girl context when you're having those fun relationship conversations that you're like, you know, what would you do in this scenario or that scenario? But when it's like the bachelor. Agreed. No. So I, I want to like jump in there and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you don't, you don't know how to do this, right? Like, this is what you're supposed to do. I like, so ba- so basically, um, Natalia is um, pining to be the Bachelor like coach to go on there and coach those contestants. Yeah. So you just want to be a producer for sure, dude. I would, I would. Amy would kill die. to be a producer. Oh, it's Amy's life dream. Like, let's I, do let me in the right let me order. be real, guys. Like, I'm very good at talking people into doing things that they might not really want to do. Exactly, like applying for the show or like. Coming on my podcast. I'm just kidding. Natalia wanted to do that. Amy coerces me into pretty much everything I do with her. Exactly. This I threatened. But then I end up liking it, so it's cool. It's true. Like she's she's loving this podcast. This is thing. so fun. Exactly. This is like the highlight of my weekend. Okay, so after this awkward dinner, mm-hmm. then they go and play some blackjack. Mm-hmm. And again, it's the it's the very first instance of this, but the women have to compete for alone time. Um, so basically whoever wins this game of blackjack gets some alone time with Alex, which just doesn't seem like a prize to me. Like, I mean, I don't know. But I mean, they kind of do that now. No, I mean like specifically Alex. Like that's not a prize for me to like win time with No, it's like, give me money. Like him. <laughs> like, give me money. And he's like, wait. I yeah, like, wait, like can y'all. I, like, trade this time in? Eventually, Lanice wins, and we were both really pumped because she she didn't even really seem excited about it. She's just like, all right. I, and that, I, that just might 
be her demeanor. True, true, true. I think yeah. she's very much like a, um, you know, holds what like holds what she thinks close to her chest. Like, right, right. She yeah. doesn't like reveal all of her cards right away. Which right, I exactly. Like. like she doesn't. She doesn't wear her heart on her sleeve. For sure. Which I think is smart, especially in this type of environment. Oh, exactly. But um. But you know, it doesn't even matter when everyone's like, "Oh, after you." <laughs> <laughs> Come on, ladies! Exactly. Well, stake your claims. The alone time that they get is, like, on this little gondola in the Venetian, and the gondolier... Is that how you say that? Sure, that sounds great. The guy who does the gondola... (laughs) Rowing the boat rower. Boat. The gondola man. (laughs) (laughs) He, um... (laughs) You know, drops that quick little line like, oh, yeah, it's tradition to kiss under bridges as we go under. So then, like, I feel like Alex was like, yup, let's go. <laughs> and Lanise like, was like, um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so they but basically. she played just, it cool. She did play it cool. And I thought that was really smart because if you're, I feel like he's thrown off by girls who are over the top with right, him. Right, right. Um, and so, like, but I, I very much appreciate Lanice in the way that after they like basically just went on this gondola to make out the whole time, she was like, I'm not going to tell the other girls because it's not really their business and exactly. I don't want to make anyone jealous. I was like, I feel like that is smart. Exactly. Instead of being like, hey girls, just made out with our mutual boyfriend. Exactly, yeah. Like, you For don't sure. need, you don't need that drama. Oh, exactly. And I think, you know what? And I do want to say, I'm not a huge fan of all, I mean, like the kissing scenes are fun. But I will say, like, her kiss was nice. Like, it wasn't disgusting. Like, I it wasn't, wasn't like, sloppy. I, I wasn't uncomfortable and, like, oh, my gosh, why is she, like, macking on this dude? Like, it wasn't a Rachel-style <laughs> Rachel kiss. Rachel Bryan. Exactly. It wasn't this over-the-top makeout session. Like, it was it was a nice kiss. It was pretty sweet. Yeah. I mean, I I liked it. In you, a do you, I was like, totally you really liked chill it? way. You really liked it. Like, I, I guess I just wasn't grossed out. Like, I didn't want to barf after is what I'm saying. True. Mostly, like, I was just like, man, I just can't imagine kissing a guy with no upper lip. Oh, for sure. That was the only thing for me. For but sure. And her lips are full and beautiful. It's just, so true. But She's the only multiracial girl on there. Yeah. Get it, girl. Mm-hmm, like, Lenise represent for you all those women. You know her hair is real. <laughs> Can I just say? I was like, dang. Yeah? It looked, in all honesty, it looks real. Wow. To me. It probably, so. I would, I would say it probably is then. And if it's not, then props at making it look real <laughs> because it looked great. Exactly. So. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so like it, but it just, the date went by so fast. And again, it's, yeah, it they're is. shoving three group dates into, and a rose ceremony, uh, sorry, invitation, invitation night, <laughs> yeah. um, into one like 42 minute episode. So right. it's just like very fast. I just don't feel like moments that could have landed did land. Sure. And there's like, yeah, there's no continuity between uh, the continuity and transitions are so abrupt. Right. I mean, there's no continuity, I guess. And the transitions are abrupt. There's no consistency. Yeah. It just is like, Oh wow. We're back at the house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Next it's thing. like, I guess like, we flew back from Vegas. Yeah. And exactly. after, like, I guess, I guess like, sure. We don't need to see them like on the plane, but like, yeah. it's but just how, very like, abrupt. A shot in between there. That's showing some form of like, we're moving here now. Exactly. Like, yeah, it just it just feels that. like there's a piece missing sometimes. Yeah. Um, which I mean, lately in the in the recent seasons has felt the same way. So maybe they hired that guy back in. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what. 
what's going on. But um, oh my goodness, okay, can we talk about they're in the moment? That's perfect because the next date they go to a spa, and uh, they shove six people. <laughs> you know, one guy, five girls into two mud tubs or whatever. Um, and it's weird because yeah, the in the moments, the ITMs um, of the girls talking about what was happening were them in the hot tub later that night. Yeah. So it was just very weird. Like now the women are done up and looking normal and and not like, Hey guys, I'm, I'm wet in a hot tub. I don't know. It was just, it was very awkward and it almost felt like, I don't, I don't know what the word I'm trying to think of. It's, like, kind of conveyor belt. Like, here's, like, they're all, I just imagine all the girls in the hot tub and the cameraman and the producer are, like, <laughs> okay, this girl talks and then, like, scoot over two feet, talk to this girl, scoot over two feet. Like, it just felt like they were all, like, sitting right next to each other doing oh, yeah. it. Exactly. So, it just kind of felt lazy. Yeah. I think that's the word and I'm looking kinda for. And it's kind of like that shaky camera. I like the tripod setting. I like the yeah. in setting. It just, it's. It's just easier to watch. Yeah, definitely. As a viewer, it just makes you feel more comfortable. Mm -hmm. So, for sure. But the second day was kind of a mess. Oh, for sure. Like, I... The concept was weird. And the topics that came up. Yeah, what what topics came up, Natalia? Well, the topic of cheating was brought up by Angela. She was asking if um, Alex's wife ever cheated would he still stay with her and then that led to a conversation of him actually cheating on some past girlfriends right multiple girlfriends multiple girlfriends not just one and he did admit that it was uh, times when he was away but wow more of a reason not to trust you right and he he said and he said (laughs) it wasn't like i was just out at a club and like getting drunk and slept with someone but I, I, again, I just feel like it, it's kind of like then it's premeditated. Exactly. It's, it's like planned. now I'm unhappy, so I'm just going to sleep with someone because I'm bored or I'm not getting what I want from this relationship. Sure. And so I just don't think those are real reasons. And it was sad because Trista had just said, you know, I've been cheated on. It was very hurtful. And then he just like drops this. Oh, I've cheated on multiple women and. Blah, blah, blah. And it was really awkward. It was really awkward. And then I could see Trista trying to play it off for him and saying that he handled it in a mature way, which, you know, maybe, like, in the moment she felt like that because he he was open. Right. He was honest. But it doesn't mean that he was taking responsibility. Right. I don't think he did. No. I think he definitely blamed it on, like, well, I was away, like, for, like, a semester abroad. Exactly. Or, uh, like... I, I don't know it just he didn't I don't feel like he was like I feel very horrible about this it's really changed me as a partner yeah I just think there are a lot of ways he could have said what he could have said exactly but but it was and then uh, okay actually I'm still on this for just a second like <laughs> I almost wanted him not to be open about it because I could tell he was hesitating which you already kind of know the answer right but even if he would have been like you know I have made mistakes but that's something that I keep private and I wouldn't I don't think this is the best setting to discuss this at least you could you would be able to see that he somewhat like is respecting the fact that he shouldn't have done something like that right does that make sense no totally and I I think it was just more I feel like the awkwardness was like um multiplied by the fact that 
it was a group setting again. Oh my gosh, so <laughs> awkward. Like that's something that I mean, I again, I get like you want to get these answers, but pull him aside, like ask him later when you have one on one time. And I wish they would have done that. Right, like kind of keep the conversation light in a group setting instead of getting so hard hitting and asking these questions. Sure. And like I mean, ball the balls on Angela. Honestly, I mean, for sure, for to sure. ask that, especially in a group setting. But I just felt like it was not the best time, right. and it made me kind of lose respect for him. Did Angela ask the follow-up question too about him cheating? I don't know if it was Angela. I know okay. Angela asked the in- initial question, yeah. but I think maybe someone else said, I "Have you ever did. cheated?" And then it was just awkward, like yeah, like I, mean, it, I just was cringing. It's. Something that, like, you're secretly thinking, but, like, you never actually ask until you were in a legitimate relationship with someone. Right. Shall we move on to the shower scene, which made everyone cringe on the inside <laughs> and freaking their skin crawl? Right. And fall off. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> like, dude. <laughs> yeah, so, of course, there's, like, two showers, and, so again, awkward. like, a bunch of the ladies are helping each other shower off. And you know the cameramen are just having a blast. Oh, yeah, they're having a friggin' ball with that. <laughs> But then um, our resident trapeze artist, um, <laughs> Amanda, <laughs> all of the names, <laughs> Amanda comes out, uh, or, Wait, you know, okay, she's in the shower. Her, her big boobs. Oh my gosh, I can't. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. Podcast done. I'm just kidding. Okay, we're done. Um, no, but Amanda is like, oh, hey, Alex, want to help? Like, I'll shower you off if you shower me off. Of course, Alex isn't going to be like, no. I mean, I wished he was kind of like trying to respect the group, but also I get that he doesn't think about that. There's just these very intimate scenes and like the PDA is off the charts in a sense. Like these intimate scenes and not like just on TV, but in front of the other women. Right. Where in other settings, it seems like more current bachelors and bachelorettes have pulled them in aside, you know, if they do want to get more physically intimate or have those moments. Like, it just seems to be so open. But it's but yet, like, the other ladies, you can tell they're uncomfortable. Like, it's not welcomed, but it right. happens. Yeah, I just feel like, if anything, there's almost, like, more respect for the process. Yeah. Because everyone, I feel like, now understands hey, this isn't a group thing. This is definitely, like, I should have this one-on-one time for myself and this relationship, but also so other people don't have to see it. I know there's some people, a.k.a. usually the villains, that, like, don't care, and they're the ones that are more aggressive with them physically in front of other people, and it's just very... It's not taken lightly Mm -hmm. on the current seasons. And so it's weird to see... I mean, granted, this was no Corinne in the in the uh, in the oh, fun ha- in the or whatever my. the bounce house. And it wasn't in the swimming pool with the true, photo shoot. True, true, true. Like it was no that, and no. that was way worse. Oh, but... for sure. As far as like graphic <laughs> content. <laughs> yeah, like TVMA. Like, well, well. <laughs> exactly. Like she very much watching. went for it, and you know what? Good for her for having the balls. Like honestly, like it's not something I would do. And it's not something that I'm comfortable with, no, but that's name. just not my personality. So, you know, no hate on Corinne. Really, not that much. <laughs> She's not my cup of tea, but I. I, I don't get hate it. her. That's, you know what? She did what she did. That's all I'm going to say. But yeah. as far as season one goes, like, 
Yeah. There's just this underlying awkwardness. In yeah, it. the whole thing's very awkward, whereas I think now most people understand the process. Right. And, like, it's aw- there's moments that are awkward, but overall, this has been pretty awkward to watch. Sure. Let's fast forward to Rhonda, date three. I was going to say, date three was, again, very much fell flat. Mm-hmm. They went on a boat, which, typical bachelor fashion, that's, again, something that's happened since day one. It's just, like, I don't know, because I've seen so many boat episodes i'm like bored immediately but i know it's new then Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but yeah Rhonda was very aggressive oh for sure and for sure and i would have never pegged her as a top contender none of the ladies same 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 i was not i'm not i'm not even still on team Rhonda. like it's <laughs> I've never been on Team Rhonda. I, I don't. I don't think Lisa. there. I don't think there is a Team Rhonda. I don't think there team is. Team Rhonda doesn't exist. Exactly. Like there's Team Trista, Team Trapeze, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess probably Team right. Trapeze. But like for us, it's Team Trista. For sure, percent. I love Trista. I know she's the best. She's she too really good is. for him. She's too good for the process for the show. So true. So true. But um, but, but yeah, Rhonda was very aggressive and. He even he's says digging on Rhonda. Yeah, he's like, I could see her as like a life partner, but I just don't feel like there's any romance. For sure, I feel like he like only there's no actual chemistry. There. Exactly, he like acknowledges again that she's good on paper mm-hmm. for him. Yeah, and that's exactly. probably the same for her. Exactly, like if a computer, you know, were matching them, they would be matched. Right. Basically, they would swipe right on each other on Tinder. For sure. But like then in person, it'd be like boring. in person there'd be like one date and they're like meh. For sure. It'd be, like, definitely a one date, one Tinder date type of thing. Exactly. But not for them. I mean, they. I feel like she's going to make it to top four. You think top four for Rhonda? For sure. I mean, granted, there's, like, only four more episodes. I know, right? <laughs> so, like, top four is practically next week. That's true. But, I mean, I would be interested. I I don't know who. I, I think I have to talk a little bit more before I put my... Top I would four say Rhonda is a, a definite. But then at the same time, it seems like he's changing his mind. With each episode, True. because can I bring up the ending? Sure. Angelique, Melissa, super cocky throughout the whole episode, didn't make it. Angelique True. didn't make it, which she was a um, the outgoing personality, the first man stealer, didn't make it, which he made it sound like he was more interested in her than I guess maybe he was. Right. Or maybe, you know, post-production kind of tricks you. Right. Um, and then Melissa was, like, Mrs. Uber Confident. Like, I will definitely be there on For, the like, final no road. reason. Like, really, I think they had one conversation in the bus on the way back from yeah. the But she was tubs. sitting on his lap, right? Right. Was that it? Yeah. And, like, they I had a conversation. But like her whole conversation with him was talking about how everyone's jealous of Trista. It was so weird. And I almost feel like that maybe was the reason, was because he's just like, you're so insecure, like, don't worry about Trista. But then she's, like, draping herself on him, like, that's just embarrassing. Like, have a little more class, especially in public, people. True. Yeah, it's just very much, like, I'll, I guess, get comfortable immediately with doing all this, like, PDA in front of other people. Yeah. And I'm not the type of person. No. Like, my PDA is private. Exactly. Exactly. So, and PDA in a different way. Exactly. Exactly. Like, it just, it, in, in my mind, it puts that, per, like, automatically when I'm watching the show, it puts them at a disadvantage in my mind. And right. I'm like, really? If you feel like you, if you feel the need, like, that you have to do that to prove something to other girls, like, how insecure are you in the relationship? Right. Exactly. So, that's just my opinion, but. I mean, if the guy does it, like, 
wow, that's saying something, which I still don't agree with, but, like, if you don't just go, like, sit on the guy's lap, unless mm-hmm. he's your father and you love your dad, but that's different. But. Or he's Santa. Or he's Santa. But, like, a man that you don't know. Yeah, it's like you're, this is really your first quote-unquote date, and mm-hmm. it's a date with the four other women exactly so it's not really the time to feel that comfortable sure so yeah i think melissa was overcompensating because mm-hmm. of in, her insecurity right. which i understand it's a very awkward situation and even when she did get kicked off mm-hmm. she did say like this is really hard and no one will really understand it unless they've been through it mm-hmm. so that's true we haven't been through it unless, i mean i can respect that unless natalia gets on Dude, vote natalia for the bachelor that would be so chill like, be amazing. And then I and then I get on there and I like do not practice what I preach by any. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be uh, so disappointed. Uh, like your bachelor coach has been disappointed. I know, no, no. I tried my best never to disappoint Amy. Exactly. But anyway, um, can we talk about Shannon? She lost her confidence with him. She lost her confidence for sure. And but then the fact that she brought it up was like incredibly. That was not a good move. Yeah, I think. I mean. Because that's kind of what Melissa did, but I guess he, he did like Shannon more, you know, right. so he kept her, but. But just... I think Melissa Melissa did it in kind of a classless way. Right. Whereas Shannon waited for, like, an appropriate time and place. It was, like, Melissa, granted, kind of had one-on-one time with him on the bus, but it was, like, on the bus in front of the girl sitting on his lap. Mm-hmm. Versus Shannon... It was, like, one-on-one, them talking without other girls by them. Yeah. And she wasn't on his lap. Yeah. And, like, she brought it up in less of a, like, we're all jealous of Trista. What Shannon did right was she didn't make it just, like, so personal for herself. Mm -hmm. It was, like, we all kind of feel like you're saying the same things to us. Versus where Melissa was, like, we're all jealous of... Trista and he's like really and she's like oh yeah I'm so jealous like she just it went from multiple to just personal so I just felt like yeah it yeah okay I see what you're saying I see what you're saying it's just interesting to like see the dynamic between (laughs) them like with each other and then them with Alex right but it just seems like they're always overly talking about other people instead of focusing on their progress with him. And I wish that they would enjoy their time with them. And like, I f- well, I feel like they do that because they keep doing all these group settings. Yeah. I mean, granted, again, it's only the second episode and they don't know quite what the crap's going on. But but it just seems like, is anyone actually enjoying themselves? Like, is anyone <laughs> actually having fun? Like, you right. get to stay in a freaking nice, ha- like, mansion. Right. Like, you get good food. You have waiters. I, I mean, know, heck, just fancy. enjoy the experience. True. That's how I would feel. I'd be like, this is a vacation. Like, just be grateful. I mean, that's that's how I see it. But I'm just like, all y'all are worried about each other. And you should just be having freaking fun. Like, right. whether or not you make it to the next show. At least be like, yeah, I was on TV. Like, what, what happened to that? Exactly, but uh, yeah, they're just. I guess they're taking it very seriously. So, but like too seriously to where it's not. It's a detriment. It's it's uncomfortable for me to watch you. Exactly. But maybe they don't want to show the happy stuff to create that tension on the show or create that drama. Right. That you look forward to, but. Yeah, I guess that's what I I want to see. Like more happy moments. Yeah. More like playful, light moments between Alex and the girls one on one instead of in front of other girls. So that would I just feel like that would help me like him more. But right now I'm very much bored with Alex. (sighs) Anyway, so let's talk about um, 
our top four. Okay. So okay, well let's just I say don't even think I have that many. Let's <laughs> let's just say it's the second episode mm-hmm. and seventeen of the twenty five women are gone. Right. Seven got eliminated. Blows my mind. That it doesn't give you time to fall in love with them. Yeah, like I almost I'm like, why should I care? Yeah. Like I guess I'm curious a little about like what's happened to them since, but not really that much. Sure. And so that's kind of the interesting thing for me. 17 out of 25. That blows my mind. So there's only, there's eight women left. So I guess, yeah, like, let's do top four between the eight women that are left. So who's left? There's Trista and Amanda, Lanise, Rhonda, Kim. These are just a lot of names that probably mean very little to you listeners. Like Amy's (laughs) gone already? Yeah, Amy's gone, which was sad for me. And then the Amy Schumer lookalike. That I called Whoa! Schumer got that kicked. is crazy. Right? We've lost like two thirds. More than two thirds. More than yeah. that. Honestly, yeah, we're Three looking fourths. at the list right now, and it's crazy to see the amount of women that were kicked in two episodes. Two. That is nuts. So I think these are the top four that are going to remain. I assume until next week. Um, I think Trista for sure. Of course, um, I love her. Amanda slash Trapeze slash. Boobs McGee, for sure. <laughs> um, I think Rhonda Shannon. and Shannon. Yeah. But I still think Rhonda's like, he knows he should pick her. Mm-hmm. And that's why she'd stay. Shannon, I think he kind of knows she's like too good for him. Right. But still attainable. Amanda's like, he wants to be with her in a physical way. Right. For sure is what that because is. And then Trista's the full whole package. For and sure. He should not ever have even gotten to meet her because she's perfect. Are those your, is that your top four as well? Oh, f- well, did you, did you say Lanise? I didn't. Because <sighs> I kind of like her. I, I love Lanise. I really do. But I just think she's too cool with yeah. her emotion. And I feel like that's going to not work for her. They're in the not future. really suited for each other. Oh, for like, sure not. I just think like. She's more mature, and she's yeah. only 23. I know. I was impressed. Like, she's just, like, very calm, cool, collected. I think for that's, sure. like, practically, she was she, she should be the poster child for that. Yeah, I, I think so. So, I wish she was top four, but I just don't think she will be. I know. She won't. But, you know, like considering the fact that 17 women of 25 have been cut and she's still there, still pretty, pretty good. pretty impressive. I still. mean, you must... You know, that's quite an impression. I think Lanice is my alternate. If I had to have an alternate for top four. Because <laughs> I wish she was in top four, but I just don't think he'll be picked for her top four. I can respect that. Can we just bring Lisa back for entertainment value? Lisa the female Evan? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I know, just for us. I like Loki love that girl for some I- reason. <laughs> Yeah, like, the fact that, like, okay, we didn't say this in the last episode, but she was saying, when he asked her how she decided to come on the show, she was saying how she's, I'm lying in bed one day, and I hear them talking about this show, The Bachelor, you, on the radio, and they're saying how great and how handsome and how smart he is and everything, and I was, like, said to my dog, I'm like, man, I I really, I haven't met a man like that in a long time, and then, and then he says back to me, then you should do it. And it's like, like I'm not a psycho. And like Natalia <laughs> didn't understand. She's like, who said it? And I was like, her dog. And then she said her dad. And so I'm like, oh, that's nice of her dad. I was like, no, her dog. I was like, oh, the animal. 
Right. And I and then it's funny, when she got kicked, she's like, I really wasn't happy with like my ten minutes with him. And I was like, Yeah, because you talked about your talking dog. I wouldn't be happy either. So I think next week we'll get to see more makeouts. For sure. It looks like Lanice is gonna drop the bum that she made out with him. And we actually get our fir- very, very first one-on-one date, it looked like. Right. So I'm intrigued to see him in a different environment, one-on-one with the women. Right. I think maybe, hopefully, we'll see a redeeming value in him. I don't think we will, but I'm hoping. Um, and I really hope that Trista gets a one-on-one. Oh, for sure. But also, I kind of low-key don't because, like... She's too good for him. No, she really is, though. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts about what you hope will happen next week? I hope they get rid of that danged bamboo mat, for heaven's sake. <laughs> yeah, Chris carries around oh, the roses my. in a bamboo mat. Roll it out. Boom! Dramatic <laughs> effect. <laughs> <laughs> it's very weird, clunky, Ooh, and annoying. It's, it's just not aesthetically attractive no. in the environment and the fact that it's not even bamboo matte colored and it's red like the roses totally throws me off i'm like what's all this weird blendy crap like exactly this is ugly i'm i'm interested to see what happens next thanks so much for joining us again for this episode of Talktail party the newest bachelor nation podcast Big shout out and thank you again to the lovely Natalia. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> thank you so much for coming and watching this very interesting um, season with me. It's definitely been a blast to watch with Natalia. And she will be back on the podcast in the future. Definitely tune into our next episode of Talktail Party. And we'll be continuing to watch this season progress and and analyze everything that's going on and see all of the wonderful blunders of the infancy of this show that we love. So thanks so much for joining us and we'll catch you later. Except I'm more of like a shank stab person (laughs) instead of like choke. Right. I'll stab you. You're less a passion of crime, like kill with my hands type of person and I need a knife to cut a bee. sounding more... Yeah. Oh, it is. It's a crime of passion. For sure. For sure. But stabbing so fast. Yeah.